0: Welcome, I'm Dr. Liz, an entrepreneur, speaker, podcaster, mom, and wife. This podcast is about hypnosis, but also about all kinds of ways to help you live your fullest life, to heal, transform, to play the long game and go after the joy. You can see more about me at drlizhypnosis.com. Hop over there to get a free hypnosis file to decrease fear and anxiety or one to increase emotional stability. They're there just for you. I hope you enjoy the podcast as much as I do. Peace. Hey everyone, Dr. Liz here. I hope that you're having a wonderful new year. This is airing at the beginning of 2024. So we're well into the eighth season of the podcast. I'm somewhat at a loss about how to introduce this interview. I wish I could tell you what we talked about, but I really am not clear <laughs> to tell you the truth. Jonathan likes to monologue and he makes that very apparent pretty near the beginning of the interview. So I mostly stay quiet and let him talk. Jonathan and I met at a training that we were both doing with Dr. Andy Hahn about how to do like spiritual um, past life type of work. And I just found him interesting and he seemed to be a really good person. And he really does want to help people, which he talks about the various ways that he does that in this interview, as well as all the different things that he's studied. So I hope you find it of value. So let's jump in. hi Jonathan welcome to the hypnotizing podcast
1: yeah it's great to be here Liz
0: yes so I know that you have done quite a few things since we last spoke oh yeah so um why don't you just introduce yourself to the audience like who you are what you do what you're doing right now Mm.
1: (laughs) um... yeah I'll give them a little bit of a background yeah um So I would just want to contextualize. I'm obsessed with like learning cool things that help the humans flourish. That's my, my highest uh, passion, I guess. It's my passion is to see humans flourish. So I've been studying different things related to that
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and it's a really exciting time. It's a great, perfect introduction because I want to talk about a little bit about my history. I'm going to go in a little bit of depth because I want people to know me. It'll make my ideas make more sense as as we're talking. Yes. I have a feeling we're going to talk about a lot of big ideas. Yeah. You know, that's the kind of chemistry that you and I have is we we can mm-hmm. we see complex uh, systems. So anyways, Absolutely. let me let me um, start off. Uh, my professional background is in organizational psychology
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, or organizational development, change management. And it's it's really about understanding how people work well together. But of course, also includes. Uh, individuals, because uh, groups are just individuals together. Yeah. So we got to understand their mind.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, then later in life, I studied Tibetan Buddhism, mm-hmm. and I went even deeper in the mind because I realized every moment like cycles through our psychology. And, you know, obviously you do this similar kind of work. You realize it's just a high leverage point. Mm-hmm. And uh, once I did this Tibetan Buddhism stuff, uh, it it introduced me that and studying Ken Wilber's integral theory about, about this idea of intuition. I mm-hmm. never I've been such an analytical guy trying to figure everything out with my mind. And it was working with me. Maybe 75%, but part of me was still, uh, I was having a good time in life, but mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm not having my entrepreneurial life. I'm not having the deep love that I always sought. And so that's what also drove me to the Tibetan bosom I was like, I got to understand my mind deeper. Okay. And once I understood that I could use intuition, because I realized as the meditation, makes you more concentrated and you can see subtle thoughts mm-hmm. and when you see subtle thoughts i realize oh man i got a lot of ideas going on i gotta sort my mind out in a more organized way in was order it, to was that to, a yeah.
0: change process for you
1: yeah it was a process
0: really not um see the subtle thoughts before studying the really i interesting... didn't know
1: i don't know i actually think look I've gone really really deep into my mind I'm all Uh my friends and family are probably sick of me talking about all my past life traumas and (laughs) deep childhood traumas I'm sure it annoys them Uh, but it's like been my obsession to once I learned the Tibetan Buddhist stuff is that there's an end (laughs) to their path and they're like whoa there's like it's a it takes a little while it takes a. it's a practice I mean it's you gotta it is it is like what they they claimed and they doing scientific research my uh-huh. primary meditation teacher was uh daniel p brown and he studied with the dalai Lama's meditation teacher wow so this has had a lot of credibility and yes. uh they sh- i took his class and i i don't know i had a moment of like Read of genius blast or an insight that I knew oh my god if people I actually understood what the Tibetans know did you know that they're there most people don't know Tibet's like way up in the mountains yes. it's really cold there but yeah. nobody wants to go up there and conquer them so people just left them alone and <laughs> they're like kind of stuck there and apparently they to entertain themselves they're like oh what is this thing called consciousness or mind And it turns out that's a really important question to ask because it's (laughs) like our platform of like what life is. And they ended up having all these like weird superpowers, like people living for thousands of years. Like, I mean, like Mm -hmm. eternal life, uh, people flying. And I, you know, I was a very much materialist when I took that class. And then I kind of saw what they're seeing. And I was like, oh, actually, if I see idealist what they mean by idealism Uh which is to see the mind is also both physical we're not denying it's Mm -hmm. not physical it is but it's also what if you are able to shift back and forth and go oh it's also a bit of a dreamy it's a dreamy physical thing and what if we can uh influence influence it in a way that actually makes people happy because at the end of the day that's what makes me happy i feel at peace when everyone else is at peace i love to be in a world where we're just even the adults yeah. get to be ki- like more mature kids <laughs> as you know it's like I was just at burning man you were asking me mm-hmm. and that's that's kind of like a celebration of like what life could be so I've been studying with this guy Donnie Epstein and he has a very clever way of mixing psychology with energy because it turns out our energy determines like our thought like just think about you went and ate like a lot of cr- junk food or yeah. like an entire week and how you'd feel versus uh you know if you were exercising yoga yeah. meditation have a job you like all the things that give you positive energy
0: yeah coffee is like just a very basic example of that
1: yeah coffee, you drink some coffee
0: you. and you're like oh my god i could do like 20 tasks now <laughs> you know like yeah it's your energy and so then you're like motivated like that's a common experience actually I'm, yeah i'm not drinking much coffee these days but um but, it, yeah. but it's a common experience.
1: Yeah, exactly. So everyone can relate to the fact that if you have more energy. So Donnie said, like, great. What if we go more energy and we add the word coherent? Okay, okay. great. What does coherent mean? That could mean a lot of things. Yeah. But coherent to me means, and I'm pretty sure Donnie would agree, is a coherent to like you in life. What mm, is the like uh, part life. of life that, that like brings people together called the weaver, which uh, okay. a name for it, just a web. You know, kind of mm-hmm. like a spider that's connected everyone, and could c- our souls know how to guide us? Yeah. I kind of see it, see us all as these multi layered beings. I mean, there's a lot of trifectas and all the religions. So, there's like you know, the ultimate reality, the weaver that's coordinating us, and there's like a soul that's guiding us because it you know, it can really see what's going on with us and it could talk to the weaver. Mm-hmm. And then there's us, and we're complicated, we have different parts. We've got like an upper mind that's yeah. creative, and we love that guy, and he helps us integrate things and mm-hmm. uh, process different from perspectives and then there's like a lower mind that seems to like not like us <laughs> like like <laughs> ourselves or other people and project out weird stuff mm-hmm. turns out we need that guy because we got to make choices true <laughs> otherwise you have observer observer right this is like yeah. one is everything's at one and then it decides to want it wants to observe itself imagine this like As the origins of existence. Uh, This to me is the real big bang. Uh It's it's like everything's one and some part of it knows, I wanna watch myself. Oh my God, I did it. (laughs) Like it's a magic trick, holy shit, I can watch myself. And then it's like, that scares the shit out of me. I am the ultimate reality. And then it has to separate into like a million pieces because at some Mm -hmm. level it knows it's all about separation creativity ingenuity is about subtle parts coming together new and new formula ways and there's probably mathematical formulas i think that underpin it that we're going to make life beautiful for this observer Mm -hmm. so um to me that's like how life really forms as i once i understood the tibetan perspective Mm -hmm. as consciousness is the ultimate platform for existence itself. And so that to me is the tool we would want to master as a human species. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we want to have like infinite light, <laughs> infinite beauty, I actually believe a lot of people think, Oh, it's going to take, you know, hundreds of years or thousands of years before we're going to peace on earth. I'm way more optimistic, like way, like I think nice. easily in three years, if we focus really? on the right things, I think it, it, what if I, All right, I'm, I'm also known amongst my friends as a rational conspiracy person. By that, I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff on the internet. Everyone uh-huh. knows that. And some people have terrible discernment and some people do. There's a few of those conspiracy stuff that I can say with a hundred percent confidence, I'm, I'm with the conspiracy people. And then there's a lot of stuff. I'm like, that's bonkers. <laughs> I think you've got <laughs> okay. some stuff going on. You need a therapist. Uh-huh. And then there's like a bunch of stuff. I'm not really sure, honestly, <laughs> like uh-huh. uh, sometimes yeah. it's confusing, you know, it's not, life's not always that straightforward, Yeah, but you yeah. know, um, I have a I'm I'm an open conspiracy person. So my I have this fantasy that like the like CIA, all the governments in the UN, at some level, we're all seeking this unity and peace. And we just have different ideas. And what if at the most intelligence is what if there's a part of like the CIA and the MI6 and Mossad and whatever that is and the KGB, obviously, and the China's got one, you know, every big country's got them. Yeah. What if they, they, maybe they have some dark parts, but what if they have some light parts? Like we're the smartest, most angelic people, like white hats, mm-hmm. white sorcerers, or just people who have a good heart are actually working together towards uh, a healthy world peace. That's uh, more rational uh, and deals with the mind and the energy
0: at the ultimate level they are seeking peace and protection right like every country is trying to protect itself from essentially and have
1: flourishing for themselves or
0: what they consider uh, in their mind someone who's going to disrupt their country in in some major way so yeah they are seeking peace at the at the base level well
1: well, i mean so i don't know i'm my my greatest wish for humanity is that we first stop like being violent towards each other. And to mm-hmm. me, that's like about um first off, we got to learn to talk our problems out as a cultural norm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. what if we had like professional, open-minded facilitators who were just kind of good people, maybe they had a good sense of humor and mm-hmm. they could see a lot of perspectives. And they'd be like shamanic and shamans because they're gonna have a lot of power. Their job isn't to make decisions but to like hold space and ask good questions Mm -hmm. and make Mm -hmm. sure everybody's heard in a way that's efficient and effective
0: jimmy carter like mediators
1: yeah mediators good Mm -hmm. jimmy carter dude mediation is definitely it we need we need mediators and facilitators like yes um what if the mediators we could, they can double as both, but I think there's a difference because facilitation is more about making sure everyone is involved mm-hmm. and mediation sometimes has like a, you know, there's a, a third party kind of saying, this is it. I, we probably need both for different situations. Mm-hmm. Um, But anyways, I wanted to get back to this point. Yeah, is I see I,
0: them as very similar. I mean, you can make some some fine distinctions, but yeah, um, but ultimately they're both wanting two parties or three parties or however many parties are involved to come to some kind of agreement. Uh, of what you know is, is best for everyone let's say do you best ever for the work collective.
1: with like couples do you couples i was a
0: couple specialist for like 20 years okay so and I mean, then that's I stopped, like the same thing you're like I stopped you, working you're doing with couples
1: it. were you doing facilitation or mediation or <laughs> both? i was doing therapy <laughs> therapy <laughs> so, well, but therapy is a form of that too it
0: is it absolutely is yeah <laughs> you're
1: facilitating conversations yes. between two people absolutely what did you think about that you know that kind of stuff i do couples work
0: I see it more as facilitating. You're right.
1: You can't dictate to them. They have to choose at the end of the day. You could be like, okay, based on the evidence, you want my opinion. These are the variables you might want to think about really strongly because, yeah. well, you know, my like training- that kind of thing. So you really are guiding the conversation away, but you're doing it from a very centered, like, this is not about me. And I understand you even explained, like, hey, I'm suggesting this sure. and this is why. And, you know, the, that is very sensitive
0: My therapy was focused more on process. So let's improve the process of how you work things out, how you resolve conflict, how you relate (laughs) to each other. So the content is actually far less important, even when they study couples long-term that are happy than the process. And to give the audience an example of process versus content, um, let's see, hey, honey, you really forgot to do the dishes last night. And the partner says, "Oh my God, you're always on me for that. Like, mm. can't you just give me a break for a day?" Mm-hmm. So that's a hostile process, a yeah, hostile absolutely process, versus the partner says, "Oh, you're totally right. I've been distracted, and um thanks for the reminder, I'll get on it tonight." okay. So it's that's a process of like absolutely. A process to where the conflict is reduced, And that's just a very relatable example. But when you, take it into like larger problems, if you have a better process to work things out, then generally you have a better relationship ongoing. So same with uh, what you're talking about when people are in process, in a healthy process, and when it feels good, it's very different than people in a conflictual process that feels hostile and awful.
1: Yeah, I uh, process is an organ uh, as a organizational development consultant. I also called myself a process consultant.
0: Oh, you did? Uh, <laughs> st- yeah, a big student
1: of Edgar Schein. He invented mm. that thing, and process involves all those processes like. Setting ground rules, yes. learning how to talk nonviolently, yes, to make agreements, <laughs> like yeah. starting with basic agreements. Like, how are we going to actually decide between the two of us? Like, that's like when I'm a yes. facilitator, it's like, okay, leadership team, how are we deciding? Is it all on Sun Sim CEO? Is everybody involved to what yes. weight? Like, what if we tell the truth about that instead of like, and then being behind each other's backs? We yes. need a process that honors that sometimes certain individuals or small groups of people might maybe have more weight in an answer. You know, mm-hmm. like. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> There's what some people you? who are really can I just finish the sentence? Yeah, yeah. They really have studied a lot of complexity. Mm-hmm. And uh some people have had a different kind of life. They gotta raise kids, they gotta you know um make a living, and they don't may have not had a lot of opportunity to have as much study as someone as I I have. And uh they're gonna need we're gonna need a period of time to digest all of this stuff as a species before we can, everyone can feel the kind of inner peace that I think that we all crave. Cause I think, I think peace and good process equals ingenuity, creativity. And the thing I'd love to do after you, I know you want to say something, but I'd love to talk about purifi- purification. I, I want to talk about purification, um, because I really think the deep, uh, kinds of psychology that you and I do, uh, have to be maybe at the forefront of the solution because traumas are we are living at
0: what what do you mean by purification
1: this is what i mean by purification there's two parts to um people's minds there's this part that's the defense mechanism the defense mechanism is hiding the fact that each person has a story that they can't feel some intensity level like i can't feel i hate myself at 10 out of 10 (laughs) You know, because that's like I want to die, right? So there's a defense mechanism that stops it. Okay. Uh so you, there has to be ways because it's just it's such a powerful story. It's about death, and we value life so much because it's so precious, nobody even knows how it's possible. Like mm-hmm. it's a miracle. This is a magical miracle that we're living. And so this um basically um When people learn to slowly feel some of this intensity Mm -hmm. by feeling it as an expression of their first, usually some childhood wounds or even some adult wounds, because people can get traumatized during adulthood too, of course, like divorces are traumatizing, deaths, you know, losing jobs, money dropping, there's going to be all kinds of super traumas or even minor traumas. So it's not just a childhood thing, but the childhood ones are important because it actually shows us how we're going to deal with it once that's the thing that does stick at childhood is the pattern of which we handle stress is pretty much solid by six Mm -hmm. i think psychologists have figured that out when people start to master their mind and their consciousness and they they do this purification once you stop getting mad at at like yourself and then you're because really every time we hate someone else is because they're doing something that reminds us not every time but a lot of the time a lot of that thing is called triggers there's something about them certainly if anyone like saw somebody beating up on someone weaker them for no just wise reason that's natural anger everyone would be furious and we would want to jump on top of that so if we if we can Get, help us get more process. We talked about process earlier. When we get our process um better where we can start communicating better, I want to go back to the three marriages. Marriage with God. What my marriage to God, I have a marriage to God. I said it is to have a world. I'm an advocate of world peace and multidimensional abundance through good process with an emphasis on energy and consciousness and uh facilitative dialogue as like three mediation that that right there if we focus on like those three things and have faith that there's a higher power that the white hats have taken over uh and there's enough the black hats are either and the white hats have got some sort of an agreement that you know uh we're going to be one now I think uh Once that happens at the highest level, it starts to spread outward and then people got to figure out, well, how do we explain what actually happened? It's really complicated uh, because life is never as it seems like I don't I know I am super humble that I don't know that much. And I also uh, trust my intuition because that's what happened in when I worked with um, Dan Brown is they were like, hey, sometimes you can notice say things beyond um, what you're, you, the information you have. And it can sound outrageous until you um, actually go through this process where it shows you like, okay, in certain situations, you're gonna have thoughts that are original. Um, and uh, and they, they show you in this Tibetan thing how to connect to everything and still be present. And it sounds impossible until you understand how they see the world um mm-hmm. and i can't wait to promote that uh in a way break it down slowly so people can really rock it um because i think the the future of humanity is like super rainbows and everybody's happy like gay just means happy you know we everyone as long as you're not doing anything violent to someone else um that that basically you know you're 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 good and that we can use like even people who did crazy shit in the past Uh, that we have a new way of, uh, uh, healing people. And we recognize everyone's also God, just like us. And they deserve to have a pure mind. Mm -hmm. Um, to me that gets into the second marriage. Remember I talked about three marriages. Second marriage is this marriage of our parts, parts work, right? Mm -hmm. You've done parts work in in your therapy life. Yeah. How important I'd love to hear your, your, your thoughts on this. Talk about like how important you've noticed parts work is in, you know, hypnotism or therapy. Oh, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's seminal. I don't think I've worked without parts work. Yes. ever Really. <laughs> Even if you're not aware of it as a therapist, you're. Yes. I mean, I would say some therapists are not aware they're doing parts work when they're doing parts work. <laughs> Anytime um, yes. you're thinking about that part of you, yep. let's say that, that um is generating the depressive thoughts or the anxious mm-hmm. thoughts. And let's talk to that part of you, or let's talk to the depression. That's parts work. Yes. With hypnosis, when someone's looking to heal trauma or go back or heal that part of themselves that Mm. developed the belief that then is, let's say, sabotaging their life, right? That's parts work, Mm. really. Yes. That's a part of yourself. Or we're going back to inner child, which is a part of yourself that still Mm -hmm. exists, that was developed very young, that does need care and tending. Yeah. Yeah, it's a constant, even, um, like I said, I stopped doing couples work. I did it for a long time with two yeah. couples in the office. And now I say I do couples work with one partner, because if you are able to change some of your own interactions, it can affect the the uh, relationship very positively. But it's all about personal responsibility. And sometimes that was, I don't know, lacking when you have two people both focusing on the other person and what they're doing wrong versus like personal responsibility, yeah, yeah,
1: because we all got our energy um more coherent and of and kind of connected to like you super geniuses, so it's like everyone both becomes a teacher and a student, like everyone realizes each person's gonna get natural, um. Kind of abilities because of how they were their trauma and once they dealt with their the traumatized and their the defense mechanism they get even better at that and then they can teach it because they realize they have a unique perspective on life and a they can affect a certain audience and everyone has that ability i think when people understand their gene keys they're gonna realize that the ultimate reality is super intelligent and is everything is so perfect it's almost bonkers crazy it's like yeah it takes some study to get there thank you ken wilbur uh for helping me learn about metaphysics to just see patterns beyond patterns beyond patterns and uh i i don't know that's probably one of my my superpowers is to get lost so lost in my mind because i didn't want to deal with some pain that was in my body um it turned out i was in a past life I was one of those dudes who was like a rebel, you know, like those like witches in Salem. Maybe I had some special gift of seeing like the future or something. I think I did. And I was telling people, uh, I think this is like this. I don't know. These are the plans I'm getting from from wherever. I don't know where they're coming from, but this every time I listen to these uh super powerful thoughts like something epic happens uh like i went to burning man i'll just give you two examples of recently and my spirit was like uh I was, all right i gotta get to burning man i gotta get like a bus ticket or whatever and my spirit was like no you. Just, i already set it up Someone's gonna get you there and uh and it's important that you just trust <laughs> and then like and then i was like oh i need to get a ticket to to colorado where i'm at now i don't want to talk about my pro the project why i'm here too because you had mentioned that um, but before I do that, I was, so some part of me is like, oh, I better just get a ticket for the last day of and I was like, uh, you don't actually know what date you're going to leave yet. Don't get the ticket yet, Jonathan. I was like, OK. And then it turned out what happened was I was flying and my flight got delayed at uh, um, in Rochester. Where I was at my parents' place. And I, when I got mm-hmm. to Chicago, I was supposed to connect to a flight to Reno. And mm-hmm. my flight was so late from Rochester, I was like running to get to the gate. And boom, they like smack daggle the door like a couple of minutes early and a whole bunch of people going to Burning Man and other people just kind of like popped up and we were all kind of pissed together. And they're like, all mm-hmm. right, you know, here's your free um, tickets for your next flight. And here's your, you know, so all those Burning Man people went and had dinner and started to get to know each other. And then they drove me to Burning Man and it just turned out they were like really, really epic people. Uh, I really like had felt like a soul bond with them.
0: Fantastic. And it
1: was cool. Uh, and, uh, and then I got to, to give back was really fun Mm because they gave me a lift, but then I gave them like personal healing sessions Mm -hmm. and they were excited about that because we discovered, um, we talked about process to being at their highest greatness and I helped them identify what step they needed to do next. That's the thing is we, different people need different kinds of, um, uh, therapists sometimes Mm -hmm. but then some people can be like uh, a person that they could go to and help like lead other people i think that would be an important skill someone who can just like be like yeah connector i love to do that uh i can do a lot of things okay so i'm a little bit more um can handle a lot of variety but my core passion is really to work with leaders who uh aspire to have uh this is what i call the new abundance industry an industry where uh, that's focused on this wellness, this, uh, comedy, um, this higher energy. So we can work on the, what's going on in our mind, identify our defense mechanisms, identify our superpowers. How do we turn our superpowers into better efficiency and effectiveness? And we're going to make more money. I think I have a friend, Kristen Raguson who's got a super book out about, uh, how to have like connect human efficiency and productivity with, um, uh, just, humans being epic humans and when we make we connect that in our money and in our mind and bodies Mm -hmm. we're i think we're gonna go from a debt-based currency to one that's just keeps going up and at literally at some point i actually see a point in history uh where everyone sort of realized oh we're gonna god (laughs) talking to each other and we all have like unlimited money and we can kind of play in an adult an adult kind of super play um that's gonna be like new exciting and visionary and i'm excited that these are the kind of visions i get because i spent so much time spacing out as a kid i was just like one of those daydreamer kids uh snoopy's my favorite cartoon character and he's like this kind of daydreamer dude (laughs) and uh so i have daydreams a lot about what it would take to do world peace that's uh Mm. kind of a uh a hidden i don't know obsession maybe i don't know but i I like doing that because it's fun and and right now That came up to my project now, because now I like to hang out with people who have that same agenda. And it turns out there's a lot of them. And we're all kind of coming together on every level of the private sector, government sector, uh, regular people. Just like, what is it going to take to have like a decentralized, peaceful world, (laughs) you know, where we start to forgive, like a lot of forgiveness, forgiveness, atonement everywhere, and set up systems of infinite growth and creativity in a safe way um so this project i have now in Colorado is called cosmos and cosmos is uh right now it's a publishing house um uh, marco morelli is the founder and he's got a community and a reputation of being a uh, really peaceful, uh, integral guy. Guys really connects with a lot of smart people with an with a lot of integrity, mm-hmm. and he's always stood for peace and abundance, and but doing it in a smart way. And he's bringing me in as an organizational development person mm-hmm. to structure it because he Ken Ken Wilber's uh metaphysics talks a lot about development mm-hmm. so multi-dimensional development on every all four quadrants of life all zones et cetera, and basically um uh we want to use his model and really energize it up with mm-hmm. like i've studied with like a chi master named sifu jones mm-hmm. and we use like western esoteric um uh techniques uh mm-hmm studied with neil kramer who's a hermetic master and like conscious language mm-hmm. uh, where you really help people use the right decrees to help them uh code yes. what if what if code we could code our own mind we gotta we can't know what you're mind. doing <laughs> we can't can code
0: our own mind. I know
1: you're a hypnotist that's what <laughs> <Yeah>. you do <laughs> that people yeah. pay you to do it right. it's an art form though uh-huh. it's in art form maybe you could talk about that a little bit it about is. how important it is and you really got to know what you're doing we don't want anyone just saying like ah, I'm an NLP expert or whatever I'm talking about really understanding like how do you unlock people's super cities And we wanted to have as many epic people in doing it, but we need to undergo, I think if I had to pick a fifth most important thing we need for world peace is where is that line between like, hey, I'm ready to like not supervise you anymore because you just are so locked in to like what it means to be a a human who is going to be peaceful. All we want is to know that you're not going to be run up and punch someone or do something violent intentionally or you know go into like a a movie house and you know fire when there's no fire, you know, like senseless shit like that. It's just mm-hmm. like there's probably not well, there's, that many. Yeah, we need some universal are... moral code. Basically and it includes how do we know for sure like this person is so psychologically sound that they're just going to be a positive contributor? And how do we do that while also Honoring weird predilections and uh things that to some people seem crazy and to somebody who's like a psychologist or just open minded can see, okay, we should allow that we gotta have a discussion about how do we do that, and I think it's about letting people a period of time where people move around and let people who like each other get more aggregate more together oh, <laughs> tribalism's not not a bad thing as long as it's a peaceful tribalism where the tribes aren't trying to uh Smash each other and try to take over. What if the tribe's just like, okay, everyone's a little bit different? The centralized authority has almost no tasks but a couple ones like maintaining some sort of uh probably a currency uh, that makes transactions easier, but like a very trans transparent ledger like the blockchain uh or multiple blockchains that are with really ethical. We need checks and balances. We that's why United States got us so tweaked out and weirdness is uh that checks and balances like it got off so um
0: yeah original system was really dependent on that and they are
1: yeah uh, i mean it seems like the big banks and the corporations just gobbled up the defense industry and then they gobbled up everything you know uh if i had if if that's true and i think it's true uh you would hope that eventually that the br- the brightest and best of those people are gonna be very light you know uh, and they're gonna deal with the darkness in their own families <laughs> you know and mm-hmm. just hoping that's happening behind the scenes you know i i don't have any direct yeah, evidence i mean, of that. So, i just there's... think that's inevitable that good out uh, outweighs the dark you know that's just what's in my heart I, that's what i seen within me the more light i shined into my own mind mm-hmm. i realized that my soul is nice kind and wants to goodness for me and everyone else <laughs> you know yes. and so uh my I actually was weird my biggest fear uh you know i talked about like this past life trauma mm-hmm. like at some point i apparently was like a rebel like one mm-hmm. of these witch people because i could see the future and i kind of made some out there statements about what uh, a very optimistic future not like i'm unlike i'm doing mm-hmm. now and uh ruffled up the feathers because some people actually believe me and uh, powers of is like you can't do that you know the world's not ready for that there's such a contrast between what you're saying and what's actually happening in life you know it's it's upsetting the power structure and apparently i i didn't have a good ending to my life i just died unhappy mm-hmm. and spirit is like saying that's happened throughout all of history a lot of people think about jesus but really that's an archetype jesus is an archetype i know there's people who say like oh this happened in this part of history that person somebody just made it up no i think what really happens is that uh this is an archetype this is a kind of person who for whatever reason my theory would be they were had a super trauma early mm-hmm. on and then they got really detached and they got uh more altitude or mm-hmm. growth and then they could teach and sometimes the teaching was so much higher than where the mainstream is it just was like this kind of pattern disruption and this part just bloop, kind of knocks off that guy um you know, and uh, I think we're at a point in history where that doesn't have to be true anymore. I think we really do are enlightening as a species.
0: Yes, and I do
1: think this integral perspective where we can look at altitude, uh, look at things from a higher, like more heaven-like thing with compassion. Mm-hmm. I think compassion at the end of the day is going to solve it. And by compassion, I mean, not just empathy, like, oh, I really get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel for you, but also I can construct what happened to you because i understand that everything's thing and sometimes people don't need to some people just feel it really deeply some people feel and uh, think it um, some people Mm -hmm. intuit it but if you actually get your coherent energy everybody goes up in every dimension even if historically it wasn't their strength for example Mm -hmm. i'm notorious for being like very intellectual but I found that I didn't become a better version of myself until I learned to go the opposite direction which is to feel mm-hmm. deeply and that unlocked my intuition which I yeah. would say is way stronger than my intelligence.
0: Well, and and it is a personal path for everyone to get there. So um yeah. you know, could we have systems set in place to aid people in doing that? Yeah. Yes, and that's what Cosmos is a all risk about. Of that system.
1: What's the risk? I mean, because just, just finish as the Cosmos, I'm being brought in to make Cosmos or yeah, help co-create, not make an alchemy center where like it attracts other people who understand what I'm saying. Probably a lot of people in the integral theory group, but also people are just seeing more complexity, people in the conspiracies thing for sure, because that you got to take all in order to really, if you have a healthy conspiracy mind, you see systems as systems. And also uh, a lot of people maybe into like new age stuff or healing or yoga or wellness. It's kind of like catching on. Uh, I think eventually it's going to be everyone. I think even uh, like some of the Trump supporters have a certain t- like a right wing take on it. And then you got these people on the left who are more about the compassion side. So one's one side's holding compassion, one kind's holding freedom let's, let's merge. Let's go compassion, freedom, merge under multidimensional abundance and peace. Boom. You know, that, that's the umbrella. It's a marriage. <laughs> well, it's a marriage. It's the third marriage. So once you clear up your inner parts work, you have more peace inside of you. Then ma- the third marriage is just marriages to your outs, your friends, your family, your wife, or uh, your partner, I should say, whatever, her gender doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, let's just like it's weird being alive. Let's let let's just laugh at the whole gender thing, and I don't know how that's going to play out. But uh, I think a lot of authentic dialogue. Um, I think like I think the weird thing about let's
0: say someone is in agreement with you, in alignment with you, but then they're running into to someone who we would term very close minded, who doesn't have that compassion or openness or any of that. What do you recommend in that situation?
1: Uh well at this point in history, uh non first of all, nonviolent compassions uh start one. It's like, okay, this person is a human. <laughs> if they're not like attacking me, I don't need to do anything. They're they're fine. Their perspectives are theirs. They're not truth. My perspectives are not truth. I'm just a, a reality tunnel just like everyone else. <laughs> I have my own perspective. And, uh, I, so I would recommend that people pause just like pause, because what happens with these egoic defense mechanisms, defense patterns is people get triggered. So yes. first thing I just said, everyone's like, slow down. If you're feeling like, oh, this person just tweaked me out or said something mm-hmm. that's making me a little comfortable notice as a sensation in your body mm-hmm. and go, oh, oh, I know that guy, that kind of, oh, shit mm-hmm. spot. Hey. And then you just like, okay, I'm going to replace that with. I'm just going to return a presence and ask myself, what does that sensation mean? Mm-hmm. And, and allow myself to really be present to, what to what's going on with that other person or myself. And there's a natural intelligence that I believe everybody has in this state of peace. Mm. This is why meditation is effective.
0: Well, before we peace, talk about that. Just, though,
1: just as a I mean, one sentence, you're, it helps you get a peace of mind. Yeah. And you get out of these immediate trigger responses and you bring mm-hmm. in this creativity known as unbound energy, this this energy before it becomes reference to something in the past. And it gives you an ability to have a moment of creativity and, and be your best self. Sometimes creativity means something new, but sometimes it just means you're being in a flow state and being a best version of yourself.
0: Okay. And let's say the other person is not the best version of themselves. They keep oh, right. coming at you. Like you're pausing, coming at tuning you, tuning verbally sensation. or physically. What, no, let's you... just say verbally. Let's, okay. Let's. Make it to physical.
1: Uh, let's I'm going to assume it's a man, uh, just for this example. If we do another example, I'll assume a woman. So I'd be like, "Hey, Mister, um, a, your your words are and your tone are very heightened right now, and I would have a strong preference if you would kind of take a pause and be slow with me before we continue this interaction." Because if it continues at this level of intensity, I'm just gonna walk away. Okay. Let's say if that's somebody, it's like a stranger. Obviously, if it's a, a person that they know and they have an ongoing relationship, and there's another level of safety there, then they might have a different, a more deeper, more precise response.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's really I the was, pausing and slowing them down, and yeah, mm-hmm, and saying what's going on, being curious yeah if it's appropriate curious. i mean it's Thank not appropriate you. always for a stranger sometimes it is though yeah for a stranger like what is it that you want here what is it that you need here what are you trying to get mm-hmm.
1: yeah i mean i was at burning man and it was like i don't know like four in the morning or something or whatever and uh a lot of people it's a ceremony burning man and a lot of people get into altered states drew music <laughs> Through just being there, and the environments and energies, bonkers, and the excitement of being free of their like matrix situation. For some people, that's like like a fantasy, super high, just to be there because it's so different from the pains of their regular life. They can just be free to who they really am. And they don't have to worry about money for a week. And if they have difficult situations with people at home, they can be. With friends or alone, and it's just it's there's a there's peace there, like there really is a peace like um it's it's really well organized really well organized uh-huh and then they go from no city to a city of like seventy k ish uh in a week, and this time there was like a crazy mudstorm and yeah, a few people a few people got panicked, but I don't i think over and all uh my camp was fine, we had a bunch of healers there. And we were very well organized. I would love to see a case study done on which camps like thrived and got more intimate and which ones went chaotic. I bet we could learn something Mm -hmm. about that uh, as to like, who's resourceful? What does resourceful mean? And I would say as the people who have multidimensional abilities of emotions, (laughs) organization, people, organization, money, for looking a good balance of being really present but also planning for the future some scenario planning without getting too crazy about it like a lot of the um prepper stuff is ah, a little bit of preparation is good but there's if you some people are too into it like you've lost faith in the higher power to bring order eventually uh, yes. i think faith is really important and
0: mm-hmm. detachment but from the present
1: healthy detachment from the present yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. we need to talk about what that means because I think that would be different for each person, right? There's, there's a level of detachment where like, okay, we got to get you more in your body. And then there's other people who maybe could use some a lot more detachment. You know, ketamine is a really good one for healthy detachment when used, supervised with some people who knows what they're doing. Um, I think this is one of the reasons I'm optimistic about the future is psychedelics. And I know Cosmos is a big uh, advocate for intelligent use of psych- psychedelics to enhance the transpersonal we want to be a we're, we're we are a genius factory we're going to take all the cool things uh we've learned about development and we're going to create a, a culture of, of intelligent mixing so we're going to have people in there who are known to be good people and have a lot of integrity and a lot of intelligence and enough humility to allow a group an intelligent group wisdom process to um, self-organize over time and let it get more complicated and have different specialties. And my goal is only to be there in this organizational development role for three years to really get a structure. My One of my chief abilities is this facilitator, this process consultant thing. What I want to do there is model what it's like to have healthy divergence of ideas. Let's get a lot of creativity and okay, okay, we got to actually decide which of these fun ideas actually aligns with what's happening in life and what's possible given our resources. And I'd love for that stat to be as, like if I could have a legacy, I'd love for that to be part of it is to allow good process. You even said it earlier. That's one of the things I feel like we're 100% simpatico on is like good process around mental health is gonna lead to peace.
0: Yes. Yes, and I read a book about uh, psychedelics for the use of self-development and self-awareness and um enlightenment really a sense of enlightenment about your life and uh-huh. um in the collective of tapping into that feeling of you are part of a collective and everything. And it's interesting cuz sometimes people send me books to be on the podcast and then they disappear. Mm. And <laughs> And these days they think, oh, it's just a wonderful gift. that's it. yeah, you know. so the author was really talking about how important it is to find um if you want to do that kind of guided development and his his focus was on to improve mental health, improve depression, improve anxiety, that you do find a practitioner, a guide, let's say a mentor that's um very knowledgeable and feels safe and has experience. and yeah, you, know, you don't just pull someone else off the street who's already done it you know (laughs) like so so there's a structure to um to really enhance the benefit to not have a bad trip basically
1: yeah well hey shamans of the world uh it's one of my favorite things to do is mix psychedelics with this epi energetic stuff so we can uh the epi energetics is these primordial energies of the universe that donnie has identified with donnie epstein uh one of my primary mentors and um yeah him and the, i think there's a, a real beautiful marriage uh donnie's more comes like from a western esotericism kabbalah and the eastern highest one this thing zogchen um i i really do think if you people understand and accept that our consciousness is is our primary reality and when we clean out Uh, we do a lot of discover uh, and eventually discover, awaken, which means that we discover what's going on within us. And then we eventually see the gift in it. (laughs) And then, then it goes, it goes discover, uh, discover, awaken, then awaken, discover. And we discover that, Oh, that actually this is beautiful. This art that, that God has done is we actually need to, uh, feel the downside of life. In order to really feel the upside that they go together, you, you yeah, know, no yeah. contrast, no thing. And
0: it's, yeah, it it's done in a very brilliant way. It tips off a memory of me because I'm, I'm cleaning out books recently and I ran across one where it was actually this woman's dissertation. She studied postpartum depression. And, um, I was one of the case studies. And the title of the book, I think the title of the book, but it's all about the gift of postpartum depression. Like, how did it transform a woman's life in a way that was positive? And that was published, I don't know, ten or fifteen years ago after I had postpartum depression, obviously, um, which it did lead to to some real transformation in my life. But yeah, that's a personal example. Sometimes when you're in it, it doesn't feel like that. But when you back away from it and go through that process of growth, it really does lead to a transformative process that's that's hopefully positive. I think it, when it can lead to that or when you have guidance to lead it to that, then that does feel better than, let's say, being stuck in the stuck in the weeds with it for a long time.
1: Yeah, it feels really good when you can identify those subtle patterns that are holding you back. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just one big pattern at the end of the day um, that Mm -hmm. does it. Uh, For me, I actually have this weird thing that when I, um, because I think in this past life, I think what happened was I kind of knew that I was going to do this risky thing that was going to cost me my life. But the end of my life was the most torturous moment of my life. Like, it mm-hmm. was like, oh, my God, I really just part of me just wanted to be married and have kids and teach a few people. And now mm-hmm. I'm not even I had to let that thing die, you know, on, in my last moment and just like ending life super unhappy. So, like, I found out at the core of my being is like my greatest fantasy is like, can I just be a regular dude who like has kids and like work with a group of people? Like, mm-hmm. uh, I do something called deity yoga and mm-hmm. in deity yoga, uh, what you do, it's something I learned from the Tibetans, uh, and, and, and psychedelics help with it is like, um, what happened was on, I was on ayahuasca mm-hmm. and I knew a little bit about deity yoga enough to, uh, have it make sense. You know, I don't, the, the ayahuasca is not going to give this inspiration to someone who doesn't have a context for it. Mm-hmm. So it was like, basically was suggested during this ayahuasca session that Ganesh is gonna be somebody for you to work with. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought it was gonna to work upon doubt. Mm-hmm. And I realized that was true, but also uh, doubt of what? It was like doubt that I'm like strong enough, resourceful enough to handle like whatever comes my way. Uh, and also to remind myself about in the Ganesh thing, he's like, he takes his desire body, his mouse and he's, his higher part super ego almost like uh learns to use his desires to guide him to what he really wants a bigger life than he ever imagined yes um so yeah i'm excited about uh being part of uh when i so then when i was with Ganesh, Ganesh uh-huh. said the next person you working with is jesus because mm-hmm. you have torture like him so he was helping me deal with mm-hmm. torture but also he the when i thought about him i was like the greatest thing about that guy is he inspired other people to teach his stuff <laughs> that's mm-hmm. kind of cool i feel like um actually people who came after him made him <laughs> you know if, if they yes. didn't stick with what he said then did it so good for him to be so sticky but uh i actually see that whole thing and all it's like all the people who contributed and keep yeah. contributing to it, it's one flow it's one like everyone's mm-hmm. i would call it like christ consciousness or buddhahood mm-hmm. It's this just simple knowing that you're part of something bigger than yourself and you're also you and we all have this ability to have this heightened intuition i think Fantastic. jesus's message real message was the same as the buddha's that were the all the ultimate reality mm-hmm. together <laughs> not mm-hmm. just that he alone it got maybe misinterpreted i think or mm-hmm. possibly the power elite took advantage of that misinterpretation so that they could keep their power because then it had to go through like a priest class and people believed in hierarchy yeah yeah instead I of having that's... a direct sort of connection to god
0: I think that's a good note to end on. We're at the yeah. end of our time we here. We covered a
1: lot of stuff. We
0: did. Yeah. We did. In like wonderful Jonathan fashion, we covered a <laughs> lot of stuff, a lot of ideas, yeah, yeah. concepts. I... And so could you please tell people how to find you if they'd like to yeah. work with
1: you? You're Mo-Zen- doing individual
0: work as well? Yeah, yeah. I'll okay. just
1: um, be very succinct here. Mozenter.com, www.mozenter.com there's uh, just send me an email if you're interested in working with people. We can work with me. I do a lot of work uh, with teaching in groups. I merge these different Tibetan and energy things and deep psychological work to make you a better you. Uh, so I'm going to be doing group work, uh, individual, individual work, uh, particularly with like Uh, People who have big visions about creating community and wellness centers um, love to work with those kinds of people um, or business entrepreneurs, but I want to work with people who want to have a big impact and understand that they're going to need to do some deep work around their energy, their archetype, their self-awareness to be a better version of them. I'm just going to help you get to do some mirror work with you, see deeper patterns and reorganize those patterns in a more intelligent way. People who think about systems of systems, I love to work with couples, couples. I have this thing. If you, if we, I would love to have a culture where couples are, um, doing inner work together, and they just fall deeper and deeper in love. And maybe they even uh, have a family project that's like bigger. I mean, the whole family is not only developing individually, but they get together and maybe they work with other families. I really um, have that. Um, And uh, yeah, also People who interest are interested in mixing with psychedelics. Uh, let's get together and talk. I I, I got some ideas to how we can uh, alchemize together. That's what the Cosmos project is going to be about. Where a lot of different people who are in the wellness and the arts and who want to heighten their creativity uh, come together in a co-op form to uh, create a better world, but also bring our greatest gifts individually and collectively. So, anyways, uh, thanks for having me on the show. It's been a lot.
0: Yes, yeah, it was my pleasure to have you on the show. So, um, all the contact information will be in the show notes for the listeners. And uh, again, thanks for being on the Hypnotizing Podcast.